free Taco Bell. That's the announcement. Sweet. Done. AJ and McCall on VFX. Today, Taco Bell is handing out their free breakfast from 7 to 11. No nothing. You just got to show up and be like, hey, free tacos? And they'll be like, free tacos. And they nod. You do the nod, the handshake or whatever. Now, it's going on. Apparently, I guess, I didn't realize they canceled it during the pandemic. Yeah. So they brought it back, and I don't feel like I've seen a commercial for it. So the best way to announce it, you'll remember it if you get it for free. That's right. Enjoy it, probably, I would assume. That's right. I would have to assume that you'd, you know, get there at 7 and hope to be done by 11 at that point. Because you're going to have to wait in line. All I'm going to tell you is in that four-hour window as well, if you get down and start near Salt Lake by 7... And you come back up to Cache Valley in four hours, unless they've closed some. So forgive me. They might have closed some. Right. You can hit 10 to 12 Taco Bells. Pretty impressive. All I'm going to say. Not known from experience. No. No, of course not. No, of course not. not. Just, uh, no. <laughs> no. Actually, I got to tell the story. When Producer Butters and I did that, this is this is how ridiculous this is. We uh, uh, we didn't map quest it, but we basically map quest it. Because you know nowadays, right, when you go anywhere, you can GPS it. It sits on your phone. and Right. I don't know if anyone uses the voice. I find it mostly annoying uh-huh. but uh as opposed to doing that we wanted to map it out so like we did the points uh-huh. so that you could have it and then we printed out the paper so it was like going back to map quest that's hilarious to make sure that we could hit every taco bell and it was it was during this the you know steal a base steal a taco thing so you get the doritos locos and so it was They're like delicious. three to seven i think is when it was or something like that two to six yeah so then we drove down so we could get to salt lake by two and then and then made it back up to the valley before it closed oh it's the best definitely definitely regrettable decisions based on how my stomach felt about it but i mean when yeah. you get like 11 free tacos it's 11 free tacos complaining. Yeah, yeah exactly exactly but today from 7 a.m to 11 a.m free breakfast at uh uh, Taco Bell. So if you swing on by, get you a free breakfast taco. AJ McLeod, VFX. Speaking of which, I'm not saying I, I don't totally understand a celebrity picking their quote-unquote last meal to be something fast food. I guess I just expected them to you know have t- tasted something way better than I will ever find in my life because, you know, money. Yeah. Uh, not Adele. She, uh, she an everyday girl. She uh, not only has her last meal picked out, she has it once a week, and it is, well, it's fast food. Huh. So Adele's busy doing stuff, so I stumbled across an article yesterday. It was like, this would be Adele's last meal, which is not surprising, right? Because she's out and about, so everybody's trying to get a hold of her, ask her questions, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and everybody wants to be creative with their questions. AJ McCall on VFX. And it, when I found out it was McDonald's, I was like, oh, okay, well, she lost a bunch of weight. So, like, that took incredible willpower and all that. So she probably cut out some of the, the guilty pleasure foods. For Makes sure. total sense. Yeah. So I was reading it, and her, her last meal, by the way, perfect last meal as it's described, would be chicken McNuggets, a Big Mac, and fries. And then I read she eats it once a week, at least once a week. And I was like, there you go. Then maybe it's me, but I just feel like there are foods that Adele has definitely eaten in her life and will continue to eat in her life that us mere mortals will never, never, ever, ever, ever see. And look, I get it. It's comfort food. Mm-hmm. That food has been there for you. It supports you. It doesn't judge you when you're down and you're just like, I just want to stuff my face. Just, oh, but uh, McDonald's. I mean, what 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 is your last meal? Um, had to pick it. Perfect thing. Just like, mm. there's this really good. I'm I'm trying to think specifics. There's this really good dish up at 
I've been there a couple of times up at the Bull's Head. Mm-hmm. It's up at Blue Square. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, right now, I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. It's like a tri-tip. They do this like teriyaki, mm. rosemary seasoning on it. Sounds Glaze. Lovely. Oh, mm, mm, delicious. So good. But I, I don't know. I go, I go back and forth between that and then like, Something over at Taco Time. Like I'm, I'm just, sort of, I'm very back and forth on it. That, I guess that's a that's a point in Adele's column because the argument is like, so as good as the bull's head thing, and it's not like it's not going to be good, right? It, I think the answer and her answer is like, what do you keep coming back to? Because you know you'll love it, and it just provides comfort. Yeah, and that's why the Taco Time makes sense. Because I was like, B Dub's wings, maybe, maybe, yeah. Taco Bell is my fast food weakness, so I don't, th- I don't think it would be my last meal request, but it is my fast food weakness. So, I, honestly, I, I really do dig Taco Time, like the Five Alarm bur- uh, Burrito. It's so good. It's delicious. So good. But uh, yeah, so for Adele, McDonald's, which, which probably means at some point, because that's been the new thing, right? She's gonna get her own McDonald's meal. She's gotta. Because I mean, Nelly got one, Sweetie BTS got, got one. one. Yeah. Was it Travis Scott was the first one? Yeah. So Adele's next. Whatever the Adele, it's probably that. Yeah. <laughs> Big Mac, Big Mac meal with some chicken nuggets and, a, and whatever her beverage of choice is. It's yep. coming. Yep. <laughs> uh, is rivalry a bad thing? I'm oldest of four. McCall's oldest of four, and apparently for some Americans that means fighting for your life with your siblings whole life, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> That sounds bad, but I think the perception of a rivalry being bad depends on how you perceive it and how you take things. By nature being siblings, doesn't that mean that there's already a, some kind of a rivalry, right? Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. The question is, I guess, how do you contextualize your rivalry and how do you deal with that? Because I'm old four, McCall's oldest four, and I would say with my siblings, is there a rivalry? Yeah, 100% there is. Is it negative? I would say not. And my brother and I's experience, I think there's hiccups in dealing with the relationship occasionally about, uh, you know, treatment or whatever. But for the most part, I think we acknowledged from the beginning we were always going to push each other to do better. We did a lot of the similar things in high school, and we brag about him. I finished higher in the class. His GPA is higher. We brag. We give each other crap about that. We both were in marching band. His had the best state finish than mine, so we talked about that. But it was never anything that was detrimental, and I think it's how – not to say that the other person cannot – make it toxic but i think it's just how you perceive it yeah like my sisters i think they're they're closer in age me and my brother are three and a half years apart my sisters are a year and a half apart there i think is a little bit closer it's got a little bit more i don't want to say toxic a little bit more feelings might have got hurt a little bit more often uh-huh. but i think it's just because they were so close in age wise there's just natural things you're going through emotionally that you try and sort out as you figure out your place in the world. Everybody goes through that awkward teenage phase. For sure. Where you try and validate and figure out your own place in the world and all that. But they're tight. They're as tight as my brother and I now. And so rivalry to me is not a bad thing. But I feel like in this survey, it said 17% of people admitted they felt a rivalry with their siblings at every stage of their lives. And again, it can be bad, but I don't think rivalry is a bad thing. I think ideally you want people to push you. You want to surround yourself with people who are going to challenge you. I think there's one thing to have it be uh, challenge you, and then it's another thing completely to have it be um, seen as rivalry because there's more insecurity that comes up as far as that goes rather than uh, like a healthy pushing. 
I mean, that's a fair point. Some of the stuff that it talked about, so like housing success is a one of the big ones. Uh, career success is number one. Uh, other things include sports skills, cooking skills, parenting skills, who drives the best car, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that one I think is where if they are rude and rub it in your face, yes, on them. But th- all of those things also sound to me like uh, basically the same issues you run into with social media. Well, yeah. I, I feel like with that, though, I mean – if somebody's rubbing it in your face, that's on them. That's their own insecurity with stuff because it's like, seriously, the housing things, the success in jobs, the success in whatever, who defines success? I mean, at the end of the day, you're the only one that can define success for your own self and you can't really define success for other people. That's not on you. That's not your responsibility. So I feel like uh, sibling rivalry-ish just turns more into... I mean, if you'd boil it down all the way, it just turns into like their insecurity on you instead, like projected. That's what I'm saying. I think it's the social media thing because like if you let that stuff get to you or frankly, if it's not even where they're rubbing it in, I think it's the social media thing where you're looking and go, oh, I want that, but I don't have that. Where ultimately it's like my brother and I are completely different paths. My brother works in the medical field and he does great. And that's great. Done work for me. He's having success and I'm proud of him. I get to do the creative thing. I think ultimately you gotta. You're not gonna be happy, like McCall said, unless you're happy with what you're doing. Right. So like it doesn't matter because even uh, like if you are upset with whatever you're doing, even if you switch places with someone, you'll probably find another reason to be upset if you can't find pride or happiness or define your own success in that realm. And so like that's what I'm saying. Like I think contextually it just depends on how you define rivalry because to me again the point of finding success would be putting people around you that challenge you to push you further and further, but also security, your self-security would be a great point as well. Because you got to find, you know, at the end of the day, your happiness can be determined by you. And Cole said. Yeah. That's why they say surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Surround yourself with people who have strengths that you do not. Yes. What kind of mishaps uh, we get into today and then judge critically and ignore all the stupidity we've ever done in our lives because we would never do anything this bad. No. AJ McCobb, VFX, it's Florida Not. Three headlines, please. Okay, headline number one. We got a guy who used finger guns to steal napkins from a Waffle House. So I know that means that he put it in his coat, but all I can picture is a... Do it. Come on. Just point his fingers. Like, Give me the napkins. Come on. I mean, honestly, at that point, even if it was finger guns, like, have them. Like, they're napkins. Dude, somebody called 911. Like, they ended up having the cops and everything show up for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Because this guy's very dumb. So there's story one. Story number two, another robbery happened. While uh, this guy was on the run from the cops, he fell into a 25-foot well. Whoopsie. I'm assuming it was not marked. I don't know. Part of the fun of Florida Not is just the images running through my head. So I just picture the dude looking back, and then he runs into one of those, like, old-timey, like, stone wells, and he just, See you later. And then we got story number three, a burglar fled into the woods, got lost, and then had to call 911 to rescue him. (laughs) This is the stupidest criminals. Hey, uh, like, so if I tell you where I'm at, like, can you go easier on me? Because I'm totally lost. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so dumb. I know, I know. You're all looking at me like, all right, AJ, tell us. You should know the answer based off just the headlines, which is not totally true. AJ <laughs> McCall at VFX. I just try to start gleaning information, but I got to be honest, Alex, they're like all really, really stupid today. Right? We're going to have to listen intently. 
Three full stories, please, McCall. Okay. So we've got story number one, which involves a 28-year-old man who got arrested for threatening people at a Waffle House with with finger pistols. Now, I have been known to do the awkward finger pistols quite often, um, but never at a Waffle House. Hold on. The best part is, what did he steal? Napkins. All the napkins. He stole napkins. And he literally <laughs> walked in and he's like, hey, everybody on the ground, this is a robbery. <laughs> this makes me think of what? the SpongeBob episode where they steal a balloon on free balloon day. Dude, yes. And then they're what? running away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you're jail. It's free. Like, because you could take, I, I I don't know. McCall, you tell me you have way more experience working fast. Like, if I take a gob of, of napkins out, is anybody really going to stop me from a restaurant? I'm, I mean, people are going to side-eye you, but right. that's about as far as it's going to go. So, like, you're stealing something you could have just taken. Yeah. Idiot. He, he, he did raise his hands with his fingers in the shape of a gun. He didn't appear to have any sort of a weapon, but with him My yelling, are devastating. get on the ground, y'all are getting robbed, that kind of <laughs> indicated danger. <laughs> All right, this guy was listening to a sweet rap song, and there just Dude. nobody saw his AirPods, and then he was like, "Oh, what is going on in here?" His name is E Word. What? Edward? Not Edward. There's no D. They just cut the D out. Word? Edward. I don't know how to say his Erd. name. Erd. Error. There's Erd. number one. I can't we... say rule, and you're gonna give me that. Erd. Erd. Just a noise. Anyway, story number two. Dyslexic cow. A robbery suspect on the run from the cops and ran and fell directly into a 25 foot well <laughs> police rescued him he's he's all right which is good ah, boo. but uh that's that's the only part of the story we got by the way uh you know how we talked semi-often about things we were terrified happening to us as kids falling down a well also one of those things that i thought was going to be a much bigger issue so yeah me too this is my favorite quote from this Quote, a constable risked his life not to catch a criminal, but to save a life. We safeguard the right to life. Okay. It's all right. <laughs> I said, just, I, I pictured the cobblestone, yeah. the circle just up in the ground, and he looked the wrong way for too long and just and then, whoop. And then we got story number three. A burglar ran into the woods to get away from the cops, got lost, had to call 911 to come get rescued. He's 43. He was in his parents' backyard when they found him. Oh, my God. So he ran off into the woods and then got lost. So close to somewhere he knew and he couldn't figure it. Yep. You gotta be kidding me. So Climb he, a tree like a man and figure it out. He's facing charges for breaking and entering and resisting arrest. What an idiot. So there you go. Three oh crazy stories. Gosh. Okay, so to be honest, Austin, I mean, did that clear any of it up for you? What do you think? Um... So they're all super stupid, obviously. McCall said constable for story number two, though, and I'm pretty sure that's a British thing. <laughs> pretty positive. So I'm going to go with uh, not that one. <laughs> and as dumb as three is, uh, and it's dumb because dude is in his own backyard. I mean, one, again, the dude stole napkins with finger pistols. And look, I have never been robbed before, but I'm sure you just like put everybody down. And you're like, hey, don't worry about it. We'll deal with it later. Like, we're out $4 because it was napkins. But like he stole something you could literally walk out with. So I say uh, story number one. Let's go with just one. Okay. McCall, is it story number one? It is, actually. Congratulations. We've got you qualified for the float at Floating Sensations that we're going to be giving away. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Sweet. Um, 
Where is there a well? Any there has to be a well somewhere around here, right? Probably. Like if I wanted to fall down, I'm not saying I do, but if I well, wanted to fall down, thing one. is, is that lots of people have wells. I mean, they gotta drill wells to build houses. Like you drill down to the, you do that thing, right? Right. Childhood right. fear coming to life. Anyway, this guy was in India, by the way. Ah, ah, congratulations to Austin. He wins Florida, not on VFX. Um, so I stumbled across a a statistic. Which, right, Halloween coming up, shocker. Yeah. And it was the average number of pieces of candy that their parents take, which I was like, okay, that's relevant information. And yeah. then it was the average number of houses that kids get to hit. And I just want to have a discussion because I'm like, who? how do you know that information? How? I don't know. I want to know how this survey came up with the number of houses that kids hit on Halloween. AJ and McCall at VFX, like, I'm good with the five pieces of candy. Frankly, I think that's shooting low. Parents, I'm looking at you. But it said the average parent will let their kid hit 25 houses. How do they figure that out? Are you telling me this whole time my parents didn't actually let me go out to a certain to a certain extent or a certain time of night? They were actually counting houses. They're like, all right, that's enough. See, the thing is, is like for us, and I don't know, maybe it's different for a lot of other people. But for me, mostly, I grew up doing trunk or treat instead right. of doing the trick or treat thing. Right. We didn't really go door to door. Okay, fine. 25 trunks. Dude, there's more than that. You go to you go to the church parking lot and you hit everybody's car. I'm sure it's a much more productive evening. Oh, it's much man. less further to eat. It's so nice. It was such a great like concept. Whoever came up with trunk or treat, y'all are geniuses. Seriously, because think about it, right? You just take all the houses and then you compact them True. into one small parking lot, and then it's less meandering. And I'm sure the parents are like. Thank you, because it's I don't want to walk around the dang neighborhood. If you don't test your par- parents' patience, then you get a chance to go longer. Two other really hilarious <laughs> statistics. 81% of kids, excuse me, 25% of kids will eat all of their candy by November 2nd. But, <laughs> yeah, that's really later. That's really not that bad. I mean, sugar high for three days, and then, uh, you know, I think about it from my down. I think about it from my perspective. If I were to have a cram session of all of the candy that I would have gotten on Halloween night to November 2nd, do you know the headache I would have November 3rd? It would be awful. Yeah, it'd be like you're coming, you're like, I'm coming down, give me a Snickers. I gotta, gotta ease this crash. Oh. I mean, it's true though. Like, we were at, at dinner last night with Ashley's family and they have a candy bowl set out. They've had, and they've had it out the last two nights and oh. I've eaten. The first night I ate all their Skittles, last night I ate all their Twix and Snickers. Dude, I love candy. I'm over here looking for my, uh, all of my candies because I got to go buy some, except here's my problem because the last couple of years I've ended up doing like the full size candy bars, right? Right. I want to do that again this year. I'm not going to be there on the night that I think most people are going trick or treating because most people are going trick or treating on the 30, 30th yes. yeah. instead of the 31st. Yes. And so I'm not going to be there because I'm going to a party. So yeah, you go with the honor system. I can't go with the honor system with full size candy bars. I'm going to go to Calls house for trick or treating. That's she right. Does the honor system. That's right. As you should. <laughs> Sorry, kids. I don't know what happened to the candy. It's all gone. No idea. So now I'm looking up. Could that be it? Could that uh, be it? That could be it. Here, here's something I definitely know that my parents. We always just walked because I did trick or treating, so we walked around the neighborhood. My parents did not take me anywhere special. The average parent, according to the survey, will take their kids 4.3 miles at least to get them to the prime candy neighborhood. I don't appreciate that my parents did not recon with other parents to find the biggest scores. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Especially since there's, you know they're going to charge a parent tax. Oh, so yeah. So really the extra effort is worth it so you get more in your candy tax. 
mad. Now I'm mad. I'm going to call. I'm, I'm going to call. I talked to my dad twice yesterday. I'm going to call him today and be like, I still have an issue with this. We need to make up. I need back pay and candy. That's what I need. Yeah. You're not going to do it. It's reasonable. <laughs> You're not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> would it help if those terrible parkers that we see in park narks every week at least had candy in the trunks? If they played it off like they were just trunk or treating? early trunk or treating. Maybe. Throwback Thursday! Never miss it. Make sure you got your Alexa tuned to VFX. Just say Alexa, enable the skill for Utah's VFX. Then whenever you want, you just say Alexa, play Utah's VFX. Yep. Boom. AJ McCall at VFX. Right? The caveat was like the last uh, round of like seeing if we can find an excuse for park marks because, of course, tomorrow we'll find out who the worst parker in Cache Valley is based on your votes. So nominee number one is red matches red. I win. It's the red Nissan that is parked on the red curb. It's in the way of the driveway. So if it was trunk or treating, would you have any leeway for it? Maybe. 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 Depends on what kind of candy they had. Oh, uh, well, that's a fair point. Because if it was like the itty bitty little Milky Ways, ew. <laughs> Look, I don't. They're love an almond them. joy family. <laughs> See, almond joys are okay too, but <sighs> like, if I were to get something that I would prefer, it would be not that. They probably would have those little like peanut butter twisty laffy taffy whatever they are. Oh, the ones that come in the orange and the brown. Yeah, the orange the brown and the black and orange, colors. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Uh, the, the, those always look like, I'm sure they're not, but they always look like someone just rewrapped them. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, nominee number two, we park in the parkway and we drive in the driveway. This is the infamous parking lot at the south end of the valley. Uh, let's just pretend the whole parking lot is trunk or treating. Perfect. Really, the, I mean, I guess there's two offenders. There's the white uh, hatchback, whatever, that's just in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty sure the... The black SUV, I think, is or across whatever it is, also is not supposed to be parked there. So I believe we have a defender going. We have an offender going each way. If they're truck or treating, do you have leeway? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. You can't go there. Also, your trunks are facing opposite directions. Right. This is. I mean, I, you're five feet from each other, but this is about the convenience for the trick or treater. That's right jerks that's right that's so those those they give away whoppers they're one well one of them's a penny family and one of them's a whopper family i like whoppers Ugh. i like them gross they're good they're disgusting you're dumb they're it's like it's like biting chocolate and then inside is like sand see but i always like let it melt instead I'm, oh yeah but i'm impatient i don't i don't mince whatever i don't suck on them until they're gone i do i i eat them i 100 eat them Vote for which one annoys you the most. Utah's VFX is pinned to the top of our Facebook page. And, of course, if you see terrible parking, submit it to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our Instagram, Utah's VFX. I cannot figure out what the heck we're supposed to do at weddings anymore because I thought that they were an intimate affair, so you didn't bring anyone. But now Tinder has a new feature because apparently it's lame not to bring a date. Yeah. Huh? After Olivia Rodrigo and about... I don't know about anybody else, but like a first or second date where someone takes you to a wedding to me sounds way intimidating. Um, yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. <laughs> Apparently, Tinder's got this new feature called Plus One, which is supposed to help you find a wedding date. Because I guess it's lame not to go to one, but like my understanding is that that's a way intense affair. Like, don't be wrong. If somehow you only know the bride and the groom and you go to the wedding and you like know nobody else, I, I get wanting the company. 
but like it's an intense I feel like it's way too intense for like an early on date, right? I mean, I think so, but I I don't know. I think it just depends on like you said, the intimacy of it, like if you know the people really well or if it's just kind of like a hey, I got this work person that yeah, like a friend would make way more sense to me. Yeah, cuz if it's like, "Oh, hey, my cousin's getting married." It's like, "No." Seriously. I don't want to be introduced to your entire family. Exactly. It'd be I, so no. weird. See, when Dustin and I, I can't remember how long we'd been, we we moved very quick. But when Dustin and I first started dating, we went to a wedding. Shoot, how long have we been dating at that point? I think at that point in time, I was like, yo, what up? I'm moving in with you. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. So it wasn't really like that big of a deal, but. I mean, just to put this in perspective, my uh, mother, and granted, she was the mother of the, the groom because my brother got married. Uh, she brought a boyfriend to the uh, closed off family dinner where it was just close, close family. There was like nice. 15 of us and then didn't bring him to the wedding because her argument was that that's way too intense. And I was like, that logic never made sense to me, but it makes my point at least here Yeah, where she was like, nah, nah. nah. I mean, you get the food part of it. That's fine-ish. I just, would I go, if I was single, would I go? No, no, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't like dressing up. It'd be way too weird. Pass. Fun fact, though, I thought this was super relevant. So we had the poll of the day this uh, this week about yesterday. Would you rather be stuck in a horror movie with your friends or stuck in a rom-com with, uh, with your enemies? It was close. Four votes separated it. People went with the rom-com with your enemies. But that means like everybody was like, nah, we doubling down. Doesn't matter what me and my friends are doing. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. I just thought that was really relevant because like, if that's the case, you're going to take your friends to uh, a horror movie. Yeah, just take them to the wedding. Just take friends to the wedding. Have a good time. Try not to be too obnoxious and then get out of there without having an embarrassing picture taken. Gone, right? Yeah. Right. right. Um, so that was super confusing. Speaking of horror movies... Much like I feel like Bird Box, at least in terms of the phenomena, in terms of memes and the way the internet was talking about it, Squid Games yeah. is here again, thanks to Netflix. They get they get one about once a year, one maybe one year and a half. But the question is, what's the song that would doom you? Squid Games taking childhood games and somehow making them more dangerous. Yep. For those who doubt, don't forget that we once existed in a world where dodgeball was frequented and also Red Rover. Red Rover was a fun childhood game. It was. Excuse to clothesline your friends. The best. AJ McCall on VFX. So Squid Games is blown up. Apparently it's super good. Producer Butter said it's awesome. Have you seen it yet? No. No. I started watching it, but... I get the concept of it. I know what happens with it. I know how it goes. And so for the for me to watch it, I'm like, eh. I've not seen a second of it, but basically it's a fun game of red light, green light. Yes. So there is a song involved, I guess, in every other version except for the American version. Regardless, the question is, and one of my favorite trends on TikTok is people doing the, oh, no, here's millennials or here's me trying to do squid games because once you stop, you have to stop. Yeah. And when you stop in the, the TikTok trend, they put on a song and then people are like, well, it's over. So what is the song that would get you? What is the song you cannot resist maybe to sing, but definitely move a little? Dance a little bit. What would get you? What would doom you? Mm, the Offspring, probably. A day to remember, definitely. Uh, any 80s ballad? 
I will, I will body sing that Ooh, whole thing. Dude, there's uh, a new song by, what the heck is his name? Called Good Mood is a song. Reminds mm. me very much of Mac Miller. Mac Miller vibes. That song? Dead. <laughs> Can't handle it. Can anyone resist a little bit of the dancing from NSYNC's Bye Bye Bye? Oh, no. Of course not. I just feel da, like da, da. it's over, right? Yeah. Usher, Lil John's Yeah comes on. You're telling me you're not going to get a couple of those lyrics out of the way? Yes. Just sing a little bit. Just like, ugh, done. All right, let's do it. <laughs> eye to Eye from uh, the Goofy movie by Powerline. That's pretty good. Starts jamming. You're not going to try starting to do try to do the perfect cast. Get I'm going, I'm going through and looking. What else? What else? What else do I got going on here? It's in my liked songs. Yep, there's that good mood song. Yep, there's a day to remember some more. Flyleaf, probably. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Uh, what song would do me a 68255? The number to text. Start your text with VFX. You just could not not sing it. Definitely could not not move a little. Just a little bit. Just groove a little. Move the shoulders a little bit. AJ and McCall on VFX. Uh, if you get a key to the place, it means something serious. But what if the key is meant to bring back? Does that mean that the dude's just not that into you? We get a message from a listener, and yet again, the friends are like, homeboy ain't into it. We got to be the non-biased voice of reason. Dear AJ McCall, I need your help and someone to be a calm voice of reason. That is a very high compliment. One of us yeah. will hopefully achieve that, though. AJ McCall at VFX. So we got this message from a listener. It says, uh, so... Uh, I've been dating my boyfriend for a year. He just recently bought a new house. Okay. Uh, I spent the night over there last week, and in the morning he had to get up and go to work. I had the day off. Okay. As I was getting ready to run some errands, he texted and said, uh, hey, don't worry. Don't leave the door unlocked. Just grab the spare key that's uh, in the drawer and uh, um, to get back in. And so she talked to a couple of her friends, and my friends are convinced that this is his way of giving me the key. But... Uh, some of them also say, no, he wants it back, and he's just super not that into you. Did he say, please return the key at the end of the day, at the end of the 24-hour period of time, I would like that that key back, thank you. No, he did not. Sorry, maybe there was more to the letter, sorry. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. No. I just, oh, that- no, nothing that answers that question, that's oh, okay. all the important stuff. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I mean, that, that would be too easy if the answer, if he had said, give right. it back or don't, I'd be like, done, easy. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, as a guy who has given keys to places, you don't make a. At least I feel like in my experience and, and my friends, you don't make a big deal out of it because it's kind of a big deal. So you kind of you slow play it in case they freak out about it. You're like, oh no, it's not a big deal. You know, it's just it's a guard thing, right? Because if they they freak out or they say it's too fast or whatever, they're like, oh no, I was you know it's fine because then you know it's a defense thing. So, like, that is a casual way to give it to her without making, you know, a huge deal about it. Because I got to think, a year in is, that, that's that's a minute worth of dating. McCall, McCall's rule is you got to date someone for at least a year through the seasons, right? Yeah. Before you can actually, like, no, no. I th- I think he wants to keep it based on my perspective. Yeah, if, if, I, here's what it comes down to, okay? Y'all want to? Y'all want a successful relationship? Communicate. Okay? So set, ask him. Sit him down. Ask him if that's what he meant. Or just be like, or do you want this back? Like, if you just say, do you want this back? And he says, yes, then you can have that conversation. But if he says no, I guess then you also have that conversation. So... The only caveat I would say based on this email, or excuse me, based on this Facebook message that... uh 
is a potential red flag, a warning sign, is it doesn't sound like you guys were living together beforehand. And if you bought a house and you're just staying, seems like there's a level of separation there that maybe, maybe, just maybe doesn't want anybody crashing on. But I mean, at some point, maybe. I don't know. At some point, just hang on to it. He'll tell you one way or the other. Correct. Uh, Also, knowing dudes, because I is one. (laughs) Uh, maybe just was thinking, all right, once I get the house, it's going to be really special. And then, yeah, she can come in and we'll have this great place because maybe he didn't like his last place. Maybe it's he thought true. it was embarrassing or too small or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's weird. Everybody has their own little ticks. Guys have their ticks. Girls have their ticks. We as humans have their ticks. But I tell you, I think generally when you do this, you don't make a huge deal about it as a defense thing. So if you mm-hmm. freak out, you're like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, you can just give it back. Like, it's no big deal. I'll just- right. Right. So I think, I think, yeah, I think you just ask him. If- you know, oh, do you want this back? Just nonchalantly, really. Oh, here's, you know, I just wanted to, here's your key. If you want it back, do you want it back? Let's put the onus back on him. You could keep it because then he really is going to, if he's really uh, wanted back, he's going to freak out about it. That ought to give you a pretty good indication of yeah, what he thinks That'll be a pretty is. good sign. He's like, oh, can I have this Yeah. Whoo! Uh, <laughs> there was an announcement yesterday or this week, that a, a certain toy that's been a classic for a long time has been upgraded with 21st century technology makes me feel old. Mm. Everyone remembers that Fisher-Price toy that was the phone that you could drag along. It came with that really natty and ratty red string you pulled and it had a face on it, and you could you could spin the dial right, and it had the plastic phone, and you could pretend to call and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debate today. So that's like been a classic. That's that toy has been unchanged in at least in the way it looks since like 1875. Right, forever and ever, amen. Yeah, uh, until now. Oh, what? Fisher Price is selling a Bluetooth version of it, so you can make actual phone calls with it. For what? Like for kids, or are we talking for adults? Is it like a it's gonna hey guys? My phone around. Hey guys, just just hanging out at the office, you know. Got to answer this phone. Bleep blorp, hello. Like, are we holding on to nostalgia? Is that what's going on here? What's uh, what's 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 the point, guys? For why? What number can I reach you at, AJ? Oh, here, I'll just hand you my whole phone. Yeah. And just whenever you want to call me, just pick it up. Apparently, so the Bluetooth it can sync with your smartphone. Okay. So that your kids can make phone calls. I'm assuming. So that means like not just calling the phone that they Bluetooth. They oh. can use your phone to dial out, right? Yeah. So that means that it, we're we're running into an issue here, and that issue is something relatable as like you know, hey kid, get off of the phone. I'm using the internet. <laughs> like that kind of what? that kind so- of situation like hey stop calling grandma i'm in the middle of a business conference call okay uh what if they accidentally sp- it, ironically enough so it, it's like somehow combined future and past all at the same time because it can sync to your smartphone so you can make calls but it's a rotary phone so like that's a thing right and also no one calls anyone anymore so like we text message so like you're, it's not future at all while it's still being the future my other question, what if they accidentally rotary dial 911? Uh, speaking of, of feeling old, is is long distance or international calls, is like that a thing anymore? Like, is that, do you still get upcharged for that? I don't know. Because, like, do you remember, like, there was a, uh, I think Shatner used to do the commercials. It was like 10, 10, 220 or whatever the commercial was. It was yeah. like, it was like free in the domestic and 10 cents to call Mexico and Canada and whatever. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Cause I know like when I've traveled internationally, I turn my phone off because you can't use, 
you can use data outside your home country, but it's like ridiculously expensive. Right. But data, so just be on the on the Wi-Fi. And yeah, that's I just it. turn to airplane mode, Wi-Fi. That's all I do. So like data makes sense, but is that the thing with with calls anymore? Like if I decide right now to call China, <laughs> good luck. Is it is it going to be way more expensive, or we just written that off like phones are everywhere? No. I don't. I legitimately don't know because like if the kid just like just spin, spin, spin. You have called Russia. And then, like, is that bad? I'm sure it would be. I'm sure it would be bad. And what are you going to do? Be like, oh, hey, kid, I'm really glad that you're learning how to use your phone. But could you not, please? Please. Speaking of being old, Ugh. this is how I pantomimed phone. Yeah, I know. Still, finger, pinky, pinky thumb. Still pantomimed phone. It's just a full way. hand. I know. I know. I've seen the videos. They're ridiculous. I don't like it. Makes me feel really sad. So, of course, this starts out the whole conversation of, wow, this kind of makes me feel old. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't It doesn't really stop there. Like, don't oh, me wrong. When they've modified a toy that, again, hasn't changed since 1875 and now it can actually make phone calls. Yeah. Uh, you, you go, man, back in my day, <laughs> <laughs> back in our day, there was a lot of things that I don't think kids would believe. Yeah. So let's list them. Okay. We're already feeling old. Because Fisher-Price now is giving you that classic phone toy, but it can Bluetooth through a smartphone, so your kid can just call all over the world. Boss baby it up. AJ McCall on VFX. And the question is, like, it's hard to see that that, is, that, that that makes me feel old. Yeah. I had one. Parents of parents had one. Their parents of parents of parents of parents. It's been the same thing since 1875. What other things, what other things makes you feel like, oof, I'm old. Kids wouldn't believe these existed. Heartburn. <laughs> I mean, the fact that I'm currently dying with acid reflux right now. But like, uh, you know, uh, producer Butters likes the joke about how Netflix used to mail DVDs and no one believes it. That wasn't even that long ago. I know. But like, what about the fact that uh, you used to be able to get up and have to change the TV channel by hand? Ugh, no, Universal I'm not going to. Universal were the lifesavers. On top of that, changing it to channel three so you could play whatever video game system you wanted to play. Yeah, you got to change over to channel two. Ugh, so That's where mine was. Mine was channel two. So obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, what about, uh, the, as you alluded to when we were talking about the, earlier with the, the new phone toy, and you're like, this is one of those get off the phone, I'm on the internet conver- conversations you're going to have. That dial up. Oh, was that so much fun? No, it sucked. Everybody could still, well, I don't know that everybody can imitate it well. You could still hear it in your head. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> How about the fact Titanic, right, is on Netflix? Used to be mm-hmm. two VHS tapes. That's right. Which always weirded me out even as a kid. I was like, why is this movie more than one tape? I don't understand. <laughs> I talked about this earlier today with the Taco Bell thing, right? Today, uh, this morning... You can um, get a free breakfast taco from Burrito up uh, from Burrito from Taco from Bell up until eleven. And Bruce Butters and I didn't map quest it, but we planned it out like a map quest. Uh, the last time we went and knocked out, uh, I believe it was eleven. Eleven Taco Bells. That used pretty to be impressive. It's map, map quest, quest was annoying. I feel like map quest is more dangerous than staring at your phone because you have to look for both of them. But the papers, you'd be like, okay, hold on a second, because. You know how it is like when it gives you all those little teeny tiny directions or it's like turn left here, left here, left here, right here. Now you're on the interstate. Ugh. I need 15 pages of directions. Speaking of which, how about uh, causing a car accident because you were trying to find the perfect CD out of your big old fat zippered up book that you had that sat in the front seat of the car? 
That was actually one of my favorite parts was being able to be the passenger to be able to pick the music through the CD book. That was my jam. My dad had a cassette one. I remember that. Dude, Dustin's got a cassette one. We go through it for, he's got an old 1970 uh, Chevy truck and we'll go through and drive and I get to look through. I always pull out Colin Ray. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Get some little red rodeo going. What are the things that maybe nobody would believe maybe make you feel just a little bit old? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Facebook reportedly is changing their name because you know what you do when you mess up really bad and you're (laughs) terrible? You try and hide. You hire PR. So it's only appropriate that uh, I think we get a crack at it. Mostly McCall, honestly. I think she gets the biggest crack at this because... Thank you. You kind of suck, Facebook. Yeah. I have no idea why Facebook would want to run a PR campaign, why they'd want to change their name and just kind of start fresh. No clue whatsoever. No. AJ and McCall on VFX. That being said, because we run into so many issues dealing with Facebook on a daily basis, I figured, eh, I'll give McCall the first crack at it. So Facebook gets to change its name. Somehow you become in charge, much, much to the disdain of Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yes. What do you call it? Uh, I'm going to call it Welcome to the Universe, like Y-O-U, you know, like the TV show, because it's a stalker Facebook page. Hello. <laughs> The funny thing is, I wonder if Zuckerberg has seen you, because if not, I'm pretty sure somebody, some Facebook actually, Facebook just heard us and went, that's not a bad idea. Dude, they want to change it to like Metaverse or something is what they're talking about changing the name to. That's because he's a nerd and he wants to make a nerd joke. Well, that's great. Good for you. If you change it to Metaverse, I'm deleting my Facebook page. You know, he's only doing that because he knows he doesn't want to deal with the bad press of him putting his name in it, like Zuckerland or Zuckerberg's book or Zuckerworld. <laughs> what if we just did like Zucker sucks? Like, does that work? Hey, Mark Zuckerberg. He's like, oh, guys, I heard that when I was in high school. Stop that. I hope so, because kids really aren't that creative, but they're mean. They are so mean. <laughs> oh, they're so mean. <laughs> How about the false checkers haven? That's not bad. More memes. How about less truth, more memes? Can we just change it to that and then also make that the policy? Yeah, just, just make it like the please, just, the mantra of the, of the page. I just don't get it. Do you run into the same issues? Like, depending on what browser you are on, Facebook works completely differently. Yeah. And I cannot stand it. For some reason, I'm not allowed to share anything to my my. It's a business page is what it is, but my business right. page. Yeah. I can't share anything to it. I have no idea why. I haven't gotten an email, not in Facebook jail, but I can't. Yeah, that's weird. And then on any given day when you go to tag someone, it'll go, you know what? We decided you don't get to tag real people. You just get to tag business pages. And people that you've never actually met before. It doesn't make any sense. No, I don't get it. Instagram's the same thing. I don't understand. My Instagram works differently than everybody else's. You know how you can share posts to your story? Mm-hmm. I can't. I have to go in, create, reshare the whole. It's a whole thing. It's so stupid. It's probably you're probably on some kind of like beta. Blah blah. They blah. took some of the stuff away from me. We're like, not nope, not this guy. We're taking some of the. <laughs> you don't get it. Also, if they change Facebook, are they going to change Instagram too, or is it yes. is it just? I mean, like, I mean, why not go for the full name change? Um, because I think if they were to change the name of Instagram, people would have a total come apart, and that would just be it. Listen here, Zuckerberg. I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I, I don't like, get well, it. I honestly like Welcome to the Universe. Thank you. And I think Facebook did too, but also it makes me laugh because I don't think the joke lands on them the way you intended it. No, no, it wouldn't. From the same company who brought you pokes, whatever was the idea behind that? I know. Why? Just, 
I got, I used to get, Never mind. I'm not going to finish that sentence. <laughs> it didn't, it wasn't going to come across well. And then I was going to have to probably issue a PR statement. So I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just not going to say anything. I used to redact it for public safety. <laughs> that's, um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, uh, it. Okay. 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 Done. Speaking of which, Martha Stewart, <laughs> apparently, apparently when we we're in the pandemic, collectively, we as a people were like, yeah, cooking's fun because I can't go anywhere. So I don't have a choice. And now, apparently, as we sort of exit the pandemic, everyone's like, cooking sucks. I don't have time for this. I don't believe it. But look, the Internet never lies, guys. <laughs> no. Throwback Thursday with AJ McCall on VFX. All right. So apparently during the pandemic, we couldn't go anywhere. So everyone was like, yeah, let's channel this time and energy. DIY cooking. It's great. Now, post pandemic ish. Uh, apparently a recent survey said 31, 35% of Americans say they are exhausted from their love of cooking and 40% say their patience in the kitchen is at an all time low, which makes me think of a joke. My brother was making at the expense of a family member last night. We were talking about running a fantasy football team and he comes in. He's like, who ran this team? Cause they ran it straight into the ground. It makes me think like, man, who's doing all this cooking and stuff? It sucks. Me. Oh, I was doing it. Oh. I don't want to do it. I gotta be honest. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I love cooking. I was just thinking this two days ago, though. I was talking to Dustin, and I love so much. I really enjoy it because it's like a creative art form, but I have to eat at the end of the night. What it comes down to is I need sustenance and darn myself for being so creative and wanting to make creative dishes because by the time I get home, it's like five o'clock or six o'clock at night. That is the last thing that I want to be doing is making dinner. I just want it already made. It's fair. I want to already have it done. Yeah, that's fair. And then it's like, oh man, now I got to whip out my creative and Look, make this creative dish. As a recently full-fledged member of the Crock-Pot cult. Dude. More Crock-Pot. It's some good stuff. See, but now I got to clean out my Crock-Pot because it's currently in my fridge. Maybe I just need to buy more Crock-Pots. Do you think that would be a good solution? Because th- that's the problem. I don't. If but... I make if I make crock pot dinner like yesterday, and then I decide today I want to make crock pot dinner, it's like, oh no, what am I gonna do? Because I didn't put my stuff in my Tupperware because I don't have Tupperware. I'm out of everything right now. Okay, she's on the verge of a mental breakdown because I don't have Tupperware and I don't have an extra crock pot. Okay, so I'm gonna change the sentence from Americans say they don't like cooking anymore to Americans say they're sick of the kitchen. No, I love my kitchen. Just not anything you do in it. I love standing in it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I like standing in it. Checking. Yeah, yeah. Standing in my kitchen is great. Yeah, it just brings you back to that childhood dream. Richie Rich had that uh, the one with the Macaulay Culkin. Ah, we had McDonald's. Just McDonald's in the building. Like, oh, yes. But it would be so so bad. But sometimes it would be, so, it would be so great. It'd be so bad. Even living next door to somewhere would be the same thing. I live thirty minutes away from town, and so it's really difficult for me to be like, "Yeah, let's go into town and go get food." Look again, as a full fledged member now of the cult of the cult that is the crockpot. One of us. I have a crockpot. I have an instant pot. You should be using it all the time, constantly, I know. and and telling everyone else to use it. That's how cults work, right? Mm. You got to bring more people in. I know. I I don't know how I would exist as an adult. Like if Ashley, thank goodness for her. Like I've cooked more recently, but if she disappeared, you know, I'm back to 
Eating like I'm in college. Fish Dude, sticks and popcorn shrimp out of the oven. Let's do it. That's the thing. Dustin and I were talking about this just the other day. And Dustin's like, if I had to cook, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, it's been so long. He's like, I could manage. <laughs> popcorn. Yeah. He, like, I wouldn't die. No, I'd be fine. I'd be all right. But McCall, you're just. And it was it was like really nice because he was talking to his grandpa. And he's like, she's just a really good cook. And I was like, oh, my gosh, a compliment. Thank you. Wow. It was so nice. Maybe if you do all the preparation in a different room. You know how, like, they say don't sleep where you, or don't work where you sleep? Right. Like, if you do all the preparation in a different room and then brought it to the kitchen, you'd be less mad at the kitchen. No, I think what I, I think what I really need to do is I just need to prepare, period. Uh, like, I think, I think I need to get back on my meal prep game. That's the part that sucks the most, is getting back on the meal prep game. Because it's like, you know what I'd like to do on Sunday? Nothing. You know what I'm probably going to have to do on Sunday? Prep. Stuff. It's pretty awesome. But I want a nap. That's what stinks for leaving chores for the week. You're like, oh, we've got all this time Saturday and Sunday. You get to Saturday and Sunday, be like, oh, it's kind of my only day off. Yeah, it's I don't want to. Stupid do, to do chores. I don't want to do anything. Oh, we're going to steal it. Oh, we're going to steal it. Think yep. of it as reverse blues clues. Instead of finding what uh, we're looking for, we're just going to take something from you. AJ and McCall at VFX. It's Facebook roulette. We're going to pick the post we think is the best. It deserves to be on the VFX Facebook page. McCall, what do you got? Well, I ended up landing on, I've landed on so many like Penn Badgley memes because apparently uh, Facebook thinks that that's what I want to be landing on. And so I. That's the guy that plays the main guy in you, in right? You. That's mm-hmm. what I so I ended up landing on a meme from that that says, uh, it's one that I actually shared yesterday, but for some reason they keep suggesting it. It says, uh, love at any minor inconvenience with a stick. It's you share this. You like it. Like it some more. I like it some more. I landed my friend Patrick. It's the chick. I can't remember the na- actress's name, but it's the spoiler alert. It's the bad guy from WandaVision, the Disney Plus series, and it's the meme where she's winking, and it says me clicking on I have read terms and conditions. Uh, there it is. You can win. Because that's no, it. Never. That's how it goes. Uh... The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Utah's VFX, AJ and McCall, same Z's. Yeah. Um, vote for Park Narks tomorrow. We find out which is the most annoying parking spot in Cache Valley. Fingers crossed we should have a bit of an announcement for you tomorrow as well. Oh, also, yes. big thank you to everyone that's found the podcast. It's had a very good week and a half. So, again, if you've missed anything, AJ and McCall, um, even, you know, currently the debated eight Florida, not the AJ McCall show, or previously you search for AJ McCall anywhere. Podcasts are like Spotify or Google play or iTunes. It is there. And thank you for doing so. Mm-hmm. Other than that, enjoy the weather today and tomorrow, but not Saturday, unless right. you like cold and rain, then have a field day. And if that's the case, then go, go for it. Go for it. So tell tomorrow for the AJ McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.